Hey guys, welcome back to the MindMate Podcast. Um, so one of the things I'm really trying to build here with this thing is um, complete and utter authenticity. And that doesn't just have to be related to mental health. Um, it can be related to anything in life, but just that pure honesty because it's the best way to grow the self and it's the best way to become really responsible. It's the best way to, um, you know, to really set a foundation for, uh, for improvement, for self-growth, like I said. Um, a couple of months ago, uh, I was doing a podcast on the Adventure Fit Radio podcast, and we had Alex De- uh, Deacon, who now he'll kill me for saying that it's either Deacon or Deacon, but I'm going to go with Deacon. <laughs> and um, uh, we we had him on the show, and it was only until five minutes into the show that um, we or that I found out really that um, he actually had a, a a big a big fear of public speaking or, or self expression, and that actually led to a a panic attack um, on that show. And it was actually quite an amazing experience because for, for me, like I was probably, you know, slightly insecure at the time. I was like, this big fucking dude coming up to the show. I was like, man, this guy's gonna be super intimidating and all this sort of stuff. But it's just amazing how that, um, you know, that that classic um, reactive egotistical judgment um, type mechanism that we have in our brain can just be so incorrect all the time, you know? Um, but, what followed on from that was an amazing conversation between Alex, myself, Hamo, who was also on the show, and Bill, um, just about you know about the way anxiety manifests itself in, in different people's uh, realities and and um, and how weird and bizarre it can be, how how it's you know um, it's a it's a it's an evolutionary mechanism that's that's kept us alive for a long time, but it's also very irrational in this day and age. You know, um, this video. So this is if you're listening to this, this is obviously on audio. Um, so you'll be able, you'll be able to listen to how that all came about, including Alex's panic attack and all that sort of stuff. But um, if you're watching this uh, shortly after this video, you're going to see um, the way how it all came about. So if you are listening to this, guys, I strongly urge you to jump onto my YouTube channel, just Tom Ahern. Um, you can look it up on the Mind Makes podcast playlist, and um, you can have a look at um, Alex Deacon's uh, panic attack there, which is he's uh, he's given us um, the all clear to look at um, and and view because it's um it, yeah it's really quite inspiring for him to actually be so honest with this. Um, it actually reminds me a lot of Dan Harris's uh, on air pan, uh, panic attack, which if you if you've read his book Ten Percent Happier um, or you follow his meditation classes and stuff, you know um, very well who who he is there, but um. Yeah, um, I guess what I'm going to do with this is we'll run the, the 20 minutes of dialogue-ish between myself, Bill, Hamo, and Alex, including the initial panic attack, um, and then the talk about mental health, um, and then we're just going to run the uh, the other podcast right into that um, that uh, Alex and I actually did together, uh, which is a new podcast where we actually sat down and spoke kind of about that time, and we also spoke um, about a great deal of, uh, of different topics as well. So I really hope you enjoy... Uh, yeah, watching and listening to this, and um, yeah, it was it's really interesting. So enjoy. The pale blue dot. All right, here we go. <clears throat> we see Alex molesting a barbell. <laughs> So on the low, I think he's got an obsession. A rig like Thor. Yeah, this dude is ripped to shreds. And my friend, I want to know how many live goats do you eat a day? Because <laughs> you're so 
strong and I wanna be like you And feels the same, he's fucked the words up for me Hey, we'll start again <laughs> And feels it. oh, where the fuck did you get me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we? Yeah. Go, keep going, keep going, oh yeah <laughs> Cause you're so strong and I wanna be like you And feels the same, he's told me he has a wank or two Don't get me wrong, it's never been in a sexual way There's only one thing to say, yeah Make sure that we don't ruin the trivia like that. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's yeah. been going on, Dex? You still getting your talent? Yeah, out? I don't know. Yeah, just like just had like a lot like going on, just like with just like personal life and stuff. Like it's all like good, yeah. but it's just like so much like change. And I've like yeah. ever had to be like so like independent before. So it's yeah. just like no, actually, yeah. Kind of actually, yeah, that's just like small part of it. But like, yeah, yeah it's just. I've always just been able to like hide behind some things, but yeah. now it's just like like I'm being me, and so like the idea of like coming on to like something like this and like talking like as me, I just like yeah, like yeah. I know you like talk about it, like like you yeah, know, like like panic attacks and stuff. Oh, like that. I've had yeah, they're shock. I like do, don't want to make this about me at all, mm. but like if it helps at all, like I mean panic attacks, mate. I've, you can't, you can't, um, you just can't talk. Like, yeah, can't, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally what yeah. happens, you know. I remember I had one in front of 35 people when I was giving a debrief at um, CrossFit Richmond. Mm. And it was so embarrassing, because I was yeah. just like, oh fuck, like, I don't know, all the thoughts, all the thoughts you tell yourself and all the shit that's going on, you feel like you're fucking dying, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird at the same time, because then you talk to other people and they're like, oh man, you just have too many coffees. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was dying inside. Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. It's a funny one, yeah. Especially, yeah, I noticed it more and more, like, when the volatility of life happens. Because you, you don't... 
you don't have any like, oh, sweet, I've just got a perfect place in the room. You know, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. feeds into other shit as well, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah I remember, um, I told you about this, this one time. Yeah, this was not, um, I don't know if I've told you about this, maybe I have. When I was, um, <coughs> when I was with Jillson and I was really struggling, I had, um, I had this day where I was just looking at Instagram. I came home, I was tired as fuck. I was just looking at Instagram for like two hours on this couch we were house uh, sitting. And Jill was out having drinks and like boozy brunch with her mates. And I was like, she was supposed to come home at five. And we were supposed to have an adventure party, birthday party that night. Mm. And um, <coughs> we've spoken about this. Haven't we spoken about this on the podcast? podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, and I was like, Jill was due home and I'm like, she was late though. And I was like, I don't want her to come back with anybody. Like, I was just feeling yeah. shit. I don't want to come back to anybody. I, can't, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I'm just stressing out. And then I heard her at the door, the gate open. It was her and Connie. And like, Jill's up and about. Like, she's an up and about person. And Connie and her, like, they were just laughing and carrying on, having a great time. Mm. And I fucking jumped to my feet, grabbed my shit that I had next to me, went to grab my bag on the way. This is so they didn't know that I was there. Yeah. Went to grab my bag on the way, missed my bag, but just sprinted up. The, like, I had no control over this. I sprinted up the yeah. stairs and locked myself in this room. Jill's like, Bill.
I really like talking. Yeah, that's definitely toy. my biggest fear. Being like put like on the spot, mm. and mm. then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like sure, yeah. like public speaking and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And even I'm just like friend. and even just like someone asking me a question, and I know that I'm like like being videoed and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I find it very hard to like switch off that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm the same to a degree. I was for sure. Well, it was definitely at start. But and I'm still, I'm still pretty shit in front of video, but I'm a lot more comfortable now. This is alright because it's a conversation. If I'm like in front of the camera stuff, I freak out. I'm and like, you're like, I'll be with her. Yeah, I'm always like looking away and just weird. It's yeah. just a weird concept. Yeah. The Some first people, time, you're normal. You're always, you're pretty normal. Have you found that you're getting more hits from YouTube or is it like, is it like, no. do you find that just like some of them It's just another media stream. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't really. It's more the audio. Yeah. Yeah, no, we just... I mean, I haven't had time to try and hack our YouTube phone. I don't know how to... But I will. We've got to kick start on that social oh. media next week. Yeah. Uh, but we're just like... We're just building... Like, eventually it's not going anywhere. We're going to have a thousand full videos in three years' time. We'll have yeah. a bunch of people watching it. And, you know, it's yeah. cool. We haven't really... I'm, it more, I'm really. more wondering if it's like... If you just do... do like, it, it, has, it, has it changed much? Just doing podcasts, like the adding the audio, adding the video. Yeah. Um, like have the way, the way you guys been. found it better, or is it like? Oh, I don't find it any different, really. We don't. I don't feel like we've been any different. No. We just turn them on. I feel lucky there. though. I've, I've never had an issue with. It's never changed. Do you mean like? Is it changed? Has it changed the dynamic? Yeah. It changed. Oh, no, I don't. You guys know. like the what, what you talk about, or how you act, or just like the way we sit. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. We're never naked anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's pretty. Like I've got to, um, I've got to, on Sunday, I've got a key to get in here. I can't get to work this week. But um, I've, got to ca- I've got to come in and push the videos. And like, a lot of it's like, I'm your girl. Okay, this is how we're going to do like, it's, um, stuff for like, some horses we're doing for like heart, heart chicken and shit like that. And um, I've got to, I hate that shit. That makes me really. Like the stuff you do, all that like yeah. face the camera, like talking, yeah, music, whatever. Like that shit could not make you more uncomfortable. You know? But the, the reason I do it, like partly, is because it's so therapeutic for me. Like yeah. I, honestly, man, like you know, you saying even just the word panic attack is like super therapeutic for me. You know, because like I mean, I'm out of it now, but I was there wholeheartedly. You know, yeah. you know, you listen to me say that shit. You know, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It's Who hasn't listened to any podcast? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've never heard me say I've explained it to him. I've heard Hamish talk about you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, it's classic. Yeah, no, but, like, it's just so... Um, because, you know, I, I value it so much, so it's it's very, um, you know, there's an element of, like, um, self-indulgence with it. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm Tom, and, like, I'm really comfortable doing this it's like I'm Tom like I need it yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. that's great yeah. the more the more I can just say words like anxiety OCD panic attack shit like that the more I can just get used to them and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So just always normalise you know and like yeah. you know that I mean I remember I had this conversation with a mate of mine say <clears throat> and we were all <clears throat> we were all um, just sitting at my mate's um, barbecue there was like 20 of us just all lads um, and you hear conversations like what 
you know, just classic boy sort of thing. Yeah. And um, we started getting into a talk because he, he was asking me about my book. And he was like, oh man, you know, I wanted to pick your brain about like some of the anxiety and shit that you've had in the past. And I was like, yeah, sure, like this is you know, fine. And um, so at the very end, I said nothing weird, you know, I just said my experiences. And he said, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe, like, you know, you, you have, like, you know, you have felt like what I'm feeling. Like, I thought it was going to be like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I've individually spoken with every motherfucker here about this shit. Like, every single human being in the world, you know? Yeah. We have to. We wouldn't be alive today, you know? Because we need to know when dangers work. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just fucked in the modern world yeah. because we don't have to fend for ourselves as much anymore, you know? But it's just so, like, you know, to even to normalise something, it's like, you can't not normalise anxiety. Like, we've all had fears, you know? It's just, that's what happens, you know? Even as much as like, even in like the group, like all the those boys like Dono and, and like we're everybody else is like seeing somebody and like doing, and they're we're all like fucking like. They're not, yeah, I was pretty surprised by that actually. Yeah, you know, that's exactly like Jono and stuff like they're like high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now like, it's just it's open place, so, yeah. So it's sure. it's opening up that and and normalizing. Yeah. It shouldn't be. Well, something I don't talk about enough because first time Bill asked me, I was like, I was like, no, sorry, man, I'm just like headspace. Then the second time, I was like, said no, like once. Yeah, he's getting like, it. I'll, yeah. I'll just do it. I'll just yeah. like you know, yeah. fucking just like get over it or whatever. But yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never get over it. Still my kid. Still made it worse. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. <laughs> It's not even that I'm like having that much of a shit time, I think it's just that this thing in particular is speaking from people as, as well, it's just, it's come up more lately, yeah. because like at the novice comp, that was the last one that we had, and it was like, I don't know, it was like, why don't I want you to get up and do like, introduce the news and just all that, yeah. and I was just like, and then he's, and he, the way he words, he's just like, just get up and do it, yeah, just, just yeah. go do it, you're doing the next one, you have to do the I'm just like, and I'll try and explain to him, I'm like, look, it's like something that's going to try and work through, but like, yeah, can't really just push me on to it. And then he just uses himself as, as an example. He's like, yeah. oh, I was nervous. You just got to do it. Yeah. You are not me. And so I've like felt this like pressure with it. Yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. like, yeah, it's been yeah. like, so a, that's why I stopped doing um, Toastmasters. I really wanted to get better at public speaking, so I started doing Toastmasters. Yeah. And the way that they do it, I feel like the hardest thing for me with, with public speaking was speaking your own thoughts. Yeah. Like if I if I had something prepared and you got me to stand up, I'd feel a lot better than if you stand up and they ask you a question and you gotta fucking just talk in front of people about you you gotta yeah, you gotta make it's your own thoughts, but like you're just freezing that scenario. Because when I started doing Toastmasters, you don't do any prepared speeches until like a few weeks in or whatever. It gives you time to do it obviously. But yeah. the first thing they get you to do is you jump into um, like random questions, they pick a topic. The topic was the Australian Open like 15 months ago and they're like oh yeah Bill um, and you've got to randomly stand up and they're like oh the question was um, they go, uh, what do you feel oh that the, the, the Australian Open average uh, average match game ends at 2am uh, this year what do you think about the effect on young families being able to take their kids to a high uh, 
high quality game of tennis if they're going to a 2 a. That was a question, and I'm standing there. And I was like, uh, all right, so I just give me a second there. And then, and then I said, oh shit, I'm nursing guys. <laughs> and, then, and then I said, oh, I'm real nervous. And then I went, oh, I'm going to sit down and I'll do better next time. <laughs> and I just sat right down. But I was like, so embarrassed. I was fucking sweating like a pig yeah. instantly, like just fucking. But the whole thought of Toastmasters just freaked me out so much, I just stopped doing it. I was yeah. like, it's too much stress for my. I had heaps of adventure with stress. I'm like, it's a very positive thing that I'm trying to work through and get better at, but I just don't want this stress right now. Oh, you know? sure. So I just stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I probably spoke the other day, first, first time, um, first time, and I was fucking peaking really hard. Got through it all right, so feel better about about it now. You know, obviously, my grass holes for here. Stress you know is, it is. Not, 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 not worth it to stress out. Stress is. Stress is Avoid it, should avoid it at all costs, I believe. You know what I mean? Something's stressing me out. I mean, you can work through stuff again, and put, put, but like, yeah. It depends. Like, you know, to help you out, there'd be people that would be panicking to get to a point of view about the thought of getting under a carpet. Like, way worse. You know, like, they'd be like, fuck, don't even want to set into a gym, you know. And they're just feeling the same shit, you know. Like, I, I still get um, nervous of a crowd, you know, because CrossFit coaching, um, you know, like you have to do a brief, yeah, like um, most Sundays now we've had 30 plus people, and um, so in 2016 it was, uh, my anxiety was getting a lot better, like a lot of the OCD was going away, and I got in front of a crowd, and I'd prep for it real shit, like I'd, I'd done a bunch of gear like the night before, came in Sunday morning, like real over, and just thought I'd get, you know, I'd never had an issue with it. Um, but my generalized anxiety level was such that, like, if something wasn't right, I'd have a panic attack there. Like, like what you're saying, right? So, your life situation at the moment is like as such to a point where your generalized anxiety level, because we all have anxiety levels, it's probably at a point where it could get tipped over the edge a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and so, when something like this happens, there could be that fall. That's exactly where I was, man. And um, I got it that, and then I, you know, turned around, had a little, it's like, okay, I sweat off. Say that the room was dead quiet, and then I looked, and there's like 35 people staring back at me. And I was like, Oh, fuck. okay. And then I started talking, and exactly what you just did, man. Like 30 seconds in, I started like being unable to talk, you know. And it's like, Oh, shit. And then I fucking failed at it, and I was like, Oh, damn, Joe, you could jump in and do the rest for me, you know. And the amazing thing about this stuff is like anxiety is, is extremely habitual, so like, and it will remember all that shit straight away. So it's like, Okay, if, if you if your amygdala thinks that you're in danger at 30 seconds into this debrief, every time you're 30 seconds in, the next public speech, you'll start to get that feeling. And even to this day, man, 30 seconds into a talk, I get a little bit of a feeling like, oh fuck, because it thinks that I'm gonna die, you know? Yeah. So that's what it does. Um, but, you know, that, like, when you're ready, you know, and you know you feel like comfortable with just observing it, you know, you can start to like push that boundary a little bit, because, um, it'll start to go, okay, so he's, he's not spoken here, like I didn't public speak, okay, so I was right, like, danger is there, so I'm gonna make sure that I've set up a protective barrier, so the next time that happens, like, I know what to do, you know, because it thinks it's right, you know, and it's fucking wrong, yeah, you know, yeah. um, like, we don't have any guns, <laughs> you know, so that's what it does, so like, what, but what I found as well, would I would always try to lean on, like, any crutch I could, so the first time I public spoke after that in front of the crowd, 
Um, I made sure like the background noise was up a little bit in the music, so just drown out a little bit, like any crunch. Yeah. But then I'd do it and then I'd be happy, you know, and then I'd be like, oh fuck, you know, but I used the crunch, you know? So, you know, with hindsight, this stuff is the best because like facing these sorts of fears for personal development is just so important. And mate, no shit, one day you'll be a fucking phenomenal public speaker, 100%. We all will, if that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. But um, it's it's coming into that recognizing thing and you can actually use it against it. So people think that I'm weird because I train, um, well, I train, I listen to me. <laughs> I get under a barbell once a month. <laughs> I train in complete silence. Yeah. And they're like, why do you do that, man? That's so hardcore. I'm like, nah, I'm doing it because I'm, I'm scared of the silence, you know? But I make sure that I'm so used to the silence so that when I get up there and talk to the people, I use that. Yeah. So I feel more comfortable with it. Yeah. And there's tons of things you can do, man. There's like meditation apps that are solely for public speaking. Um, there's like simulations on YouTube that like they have like a 360 degree rotation of public speaking. Visualization is really good, just like, you know, imagining yourself in front of everyone. And um, this is when I reckon Barry McDonald's Dare um, is a really great audiobook to listen to, or it's an app you can download. And it, um, he does some specific stuff for panic attacks because public speaking fear is the most common fear in the whole world. Yeah. In the whole world. More yeah. than dying, you know? Like yeah. everyone experiences that. Okay. More than dying, people are afraid of talking to a crowd. You know? And there's rather than yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But the panic, you know, it's like it thinks that you are dying. And the reason it's there, I've said this on the show before, but the reason it's there is because it's a you know, an evolutionary ingrained emotion. And when you um, stand away from a crowd in evolutionary times, you're facing potential rejection from your social tribe. If they reject you, then you're on your own to fend for yourself. So it's like, hey, Stay with the group, stay with the group, because if you don't, then you could be on your own to defend yourself in the wild, that meant danger. So there's a reason why we are afraid of that shit, you know? But same time, man, like, it's so powerful to get up there and, like, move someone, you know? Like, it's important for us to get rid of that, I feel. So, um, but man, like, best advice I could give is, like, and I use it, I'll use it for the rest of my life, because I still have had these panic attacks, you know? Um, is the Barry McDonough thing, where he tells you to, like, switch the thought of, oh, it's fear to, oh, it's actually excitement, you know? Yeah, yeah. because they're fairly, like, similar, like, physiological, like, dude, 100%. Yeah. Barry's book is hard to find. Hey? Barry's book is hard to find. It's on Audible. Did he get it? Yeah. I don't know on Audible. Fucking trying, been trying to bloody buy it for, like, since you guys, since you had it in your mind. Um, uh, The Dare Response. The Dare Response by Barry McDonough. Yeah, it's really good, man. Cool. So there it was. There was uh, the panic attack and the, and the chat and uh, the tribute there as well. <laughs> and now uh, I bring you the podcast uh, that I did with Alex and I just in uh, in my room here in my house. And um, it was a little bit more subdued. Um, hopefully the audio is a little bit better for you as well. And um, yeah, hope you enjoy this one, guys. So mate, how classic is this? There's two blokes on a podcast with a fear of public speaking. <laughs> We're not doing well. <laughs> oh shit! Face no fears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Try to. <laughs> oh, so where did, where did yours come from originally? Because I don't think from chat. I, mean, I don't know that. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. I oh, will get pretty deep straight away. Yeah. Straight away. <laughs> Take your pants off, mate. Let yeah. me go right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that like um, fear of expression. Definitely came from like my um, well. It probably started a little bit earlier. Yeah. 
Um, but it started with like my friendship group in high school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did I talk about that? I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. We had we were having a coffee. Yeah. 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 You yeah. paid for it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. They just. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good. Um. Because it's one of those things where I know for me personally, and I was telling you about this as well. Yeah. It's like you have a feeling. And then it's like, oh fuck, it's coming on. And then it's like a perpetual, yeah. you can't seem to get rid of it. It yeah. becomes like a, a like, breathing yeah. thing as well. It's like my body's just like, get the fuck out of here. I'm yeah. just, just going to cloud your mind so you can't even think. Yeah, exactly. Just get out. Just yeah. use this opportunity. Leave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. suck. Yeah. Oh man, for me it's more the, for me it's more the um, thoughts. Like I don't necessarily get, I don't necessarily get really cloudy with it. Mm-hmm. It's more that I just get kind of, um, I don't know, like maybe it is a little bit of a sense of cloudiness or something, but yeah, some people talk about a public a public speaking fear or just like any sort of socializing fear. Mm. And they say that, you know, they get these things and they just can't think about the next thing to say. Yeah. You know, but for me, it's kind of just like, oh fuck, everyone's looking. Yeah, right. You know? And e- even now I could You're probably- focus on like the external sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really get cloudy in a sense, you know, but- I don't know. I often think about the evolutionary side of it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the cloudy thing probably makes sense because it's like, well, you know, we're going to stop you thinking about anything now to get you out of the room. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah I find it's like helpful to sort of like thank my body for that. Like, thank you for the warning, but oh, you know, yeah, that's I, good I don't need you. Yeah. Like right now. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what you're doing now? Huh? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you get that with other things as well? Because I, I just imagine like, well, because, you know, rather than going straight into it, like yeah. I did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're also a very, very strong individual. I just imagine if I was walking up to uh, a barber with that much weight on, I'd be like, I'm getting cloudy right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't see, I don't really get that at all. Yeah. I, get, I get excited. Like, it's just like a way to like, you know, I don't know, test out my strength or test out, yeah. um, you know, my mental strength as well. Because I know that's right. like my... Um, yeah, where I'm comfortable. Like, yeah. On the, on the platform, like that's my home. That's so, your place. That's yeah. your place. Yeah. We've all got a happy place. Yeah, see, I don't get, um, I don't get nervous like up on, up on stage or anything like that. Yeah, no shit. Because I'm good at lifting. Yeah. <laughs> You're not bad, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just when the mic comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, 100%. Yeah. I remember, um, I remember there was a time where I was doing the scoring for a CrossFit competition at my old CrossFit gym. And um, I was like, I was just like in the background the whole time. And this was just after the panic attack that I told you about. I think some of the listeners know. It was like a panic attack um, that I was in front of like 25, 30 um, crossing members or something. And it was a thing where I don't even like to use the word, the the label panic attack anymore because like, cool, you know, that's right. But that was just an old me. But it was a thing where I'd gone out. I was real pissed from the night before and I just hadn't looked at the board and for some reason it came on. You can never know. There was probably a bit of coke in the system. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from, from, from Maccas. <laughs> They're doing all sorts of things now. <laughs> but um, but um, it just came about. And so I had this like preluding fear to talk, you know, right at that trigger point of like 30 seconds or so. And um, I was asked to, you know, give out the results to all these people. And even that, it wasn't even like a public speech, but anything where you're in front of a crowd or something. Yeah. Um, and for me, one-on-one's fine. You know, one, 
one to ten is fine, but it's, a, it's the exact same thing of when I had the last trigger. It's going to go, right, this is the exact same scenario. So here we go, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll just go, we're on. And I can feel it coming on. So I just started to speak really quickly. I was like, oh, well, for the first second, third, really Sweet. And then everyone's yeah, like, right. what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And someone had to take over for you or... Yeah, it wasn't, I, I think I managed to get it out. I think, yeah. you know, and it's never as bad as what you think it is. Because mm. right, you know, right now you're probably like, fucking hell, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're totally not, man. You're talking to a mate, you know? And I, I, for, for me, it was like the exact same thing, you know? It was just one of those things where, um, in my mind, I was like, did anyone just fucking hear what I said there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people did, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't, the end, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. It was good. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we'll go back. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so with my mates, they just, it was just like that classic boys sort of banter. Yeah. That, that just gets, just goes too far. Yeah, for sure. Still, um, it can and, still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm a little bit hesitant talking about it because I'm actually, um, like pretty good mate, well, really good mates with definitely at least a couple of them. Yeah. That I'm still like right now. Yeah. Um, but we had to go our separate ways first and sort of. Um, do a bit of well. I know I definitely did a lot of like self development. Yeah, and I think, for sure. And I think I definitely encouraged that energy within the group. Mm. Like when I started hanging out with them again, it was mm. just it was definitely a lot different. Mm. So that's like really awesome now. But Massively. back then it was like it's like I'm nearly twenty seven now, and it was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was always just the butt of the joke. Yeah. Um, like any time, I was pretty much conditioned to think any time I was going to open my mouth, I was going to be ridiculed. Yeah. Fuck. So anytime, you know, it, I still just have that now. Yeah. It's like, I just like, don't want to say anything stupid. I don't want to look awkward. I, you know, I don't want to be like that, you know, Alex the quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It makes a lot of sense. And you know what? Cause you know, I, I went to an all boys school and I probably had, I absolutely had mates like that as well. And you know, one, if you're pointing the finger at someone, there's three pointing back at you. Yeah. I can absolutely say that, you know, I was probably doing some of that stuff as well mm. just to fit in because yeah. I had no fucking idea who I was and what I, and what it meant to, you know, try to be a good person. So yeah. I was just totally focused in what my friends were doing yeah. and they were probably focusing on what I was doing, mm. you know? So it's very hard to say, I mean, that's actually fucking awesome from you to actually be like, Hey, like I've just got to work on myself here and do what I need to do and find myself a little bit more you know, at that age, because for me, it would have been just like giving, giving people shit, you know, because people, everyone was doing it and I just didn't have, I lacked that self-awareness, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess my coping mechanism was much more centered in trying to be a sheep like everyone else, yeah. as opposed to you being like, Hey, you know, and you probably wouldn't have done it explicitly. You wouldn't be like, you guys are all very mean. Yeah. I'm going to go over here <laughs> and meditate. <laughs> well, the, th the thing was like for the, for the first, like, couple of years like I would try, I'd try, I'd try and give it back but I was just yeah. like I'm just not that witty you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like <laughs> I could just never come up with something that good and it would always just come back on me <laughs> they, yeah. oh that's classic yeah like, what? so that coping mechanism didn't work <laughs> oh that's cool so then after a while like after just like talking like my mum's a great support so I'd like talk to my mum about it mm. and then she'd be like oh well you know you might need to like find a new group of friends if they're not going to be understanding. Yeah. And, um, and then it was just a slow process from there. Like, um, like finding a new group of mates and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. so was it, yeah. So talk us through that slow process. Like, well, 
I guess when when did you notice that it became a, a really big issue? You know. Um. Uh, probably when. Uh, well, okay, so like probably when we like started like using drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was just like a um. Anything I was feeling was just it was being like being plugged into to an amplifier, you know. Yeah. Like this, that anxiety I had was like really being brought out. Yeah. Um. And then, like, so I thought that was more the problem at the time. True. Um, but it was just really, not that it wasn't, but, like, mm. it was just, like, bringing up all the other stuff that I, that, that I pushed down. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then eventually, like, I ended up seeing, like, a psychotherapist mm. and, and working through it, mm. which was, like, been life-changing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing. It's know? good, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing to think that... Um, I don't know. I, I look at psych, psychology and psychotherapy and I honestly don't really know the difference there. Mm. <laughs> Something psycho. Yeah. You know, it's all the same movie. <laughs> yeah. But um, just like an absolute game changer. And mm. I was so hesitant um, before before leading into it, you know, but mm. man, I, it's, it's so, so worthwhile to pay to have an open, an open chat, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the difference for me, so the psycho, like a psychologist will give you like strategies to, do, oh, to yeah. deal with like certain situations mm. whereas the psychotherapist that I saw and still see it's more of a life coach now which is cool like the role has changed yeah um it's more of like oh I'm gonna point out all these things which I didn't really get at the time mm. but now I understand he was just making me self-aware mm. Um, mm. and then all these things are like bubble to the surface and you just you sort of you have to deal with them yeah otherwise you break yeah because <laughs> it's just like all at the surface now yes um, and he sort of, yeah, just, um, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Gives you the tools without you really knowing. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. Or it like makes you aware that there are these things that you need to pick up mm -hmm. to sort it out. Yeah. yeah. So what were some of them? Um, okay. So I, so I had a girlfriend at the time and like one of the biggest things was I was just really like, um, reliant on reliant on her in just like so many different ways. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, like little ways, like didn't know how to use a washing machine. <laughs> like wouldn't like, that's still me. Would, <laughs> would never like, uh, like if we were looking for like a place to rent or something, I would never be in charge of that. Cause I just was not <laughs> that much of an adult. She was three years younger than me as well. True. And yeah, I just like couldn't handle things <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, There's no barbell associated with it. <laughs> yeah. But we, <laughs> Um, I can't think of any more examples, but it's all comes down to that fear of expression. I don't want, I didn't want to like express myself like in a way to like go and, um, you know, take charge of mm. those things in case I'm, I, I mucked it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things going back is that, um, because I do go cloudy, um, people take that as like, um, Oh, Alex just like isn't capable. I'm gonna take over and do things for him. So my mum would like massively do that for me. That makes sense. Um, which is sort of a part of the reason why I just like didn't know how to do <laughs> do, do that or yeah or just yeah do any of those things really. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend would be the same. She mm. she would just sort of like um take over and um so I never really get the chance to to yeah learn really yeah. that way. So the biggest thing was having a conversation with my mum and saying, hey, look, um, like I know sometimes I might look sort of like a bit like hopeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just leave me to figure it out. 
Because totally. it's the only way I'm going to learn. Mm. Um, yeah, and so I've, I've become so much more independent mm. since then. Um, probably almost went a little bit too far the other way. Someone try and help me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. Like, Dude, you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, so I've had to learn how to like, balance, like, uh, like let people in yeah. to like let them help um, sometimes, but you know, know when to, to take charge and just do, do things on my own. So For sure. Do you ever get, I know with um, stutterers, they say that, you know, for, for exposure therapy and, and all sorts of things, they say that, you know, if you're around someone who's a stutterer, don't try to finish their sentence for mm. them and shit like that. Have you ever noticed that with like, if, if you start to get cloudy, people try to file you in? Yeah. Here? Oh, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I've always been not even like consciously mindful of that. Like I've always, if someone's like, I've, like I've got a friend who's got a stutter and I'll always let him finish his sentence. I'll never try and like mm. um, finish it for him. Mm. Um, because I think like, I just like knew how that felt like totally. in a way. Totally. Yeah. It's funny how that I'm works. only actually realizing that now as I'm saying it. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's good. And, and you, you, you know, you take your own values with it for sure. Mm. It's like, um, if someone has like a little piece of shit in their teeth or something, you want to do right by them by not making them feel embarrassed. But then at the same time, they've just got a piece of shit in their teeth. Yeah. So you just got to be like, I don't know, does that even make sense? That bizarre metaphor there. But some, I don't know, sometimes you've got to be like, hey, look, get it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or in the case of the stutter up, don't say anything to allow them to actually build upon that yeah, confidence. You exactly. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you still have that sort of relationship with your mum or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's... Um, she struggles with it because see the thing with like as in she struggles with um, just like letting me do stuff yeah because cool. if she would see me anxious or upset that would trigger her anxiety oh uh, totally yeah and so that's why she thought I gotta fix it mm. so that's where it actually all um, really came from yeah all so, part of it so so yeah. she has that thing of she wants to fix it as opposed to because some people I mean people deal with anxiety in all different sorts of ways you yeah. know some people just want to be like not today or whatever you yeah. know so she has that thing that she kind of wants to help you out a little bit there as well and yeah yeah cool cool yeah probably and she doesn't really help herself enough i would say yeah as well it's sort of like that you know everyone's a ref reflection of yourself sort of thing so she sees me anxious probably you know subconsciously subconsciously triggers her own anxiety mm. about, you know how like or makes her think about how she's anxious so she tries to fix it in me mm. you know mm. yeah so fuck it's a perpetual spiral spiral hey yeah we're all, we're all just such social creatures who just want to help everyone out yeah it, it ruins it <laughs> dude do your own thing yeah <laughs> okay cool so so when did you find um powerlifting then man like was that a, a, on the self-development path uh no not really it it was so well i started just like going to gym when i was 15 mm -hmm. um but then sp specifically the sport of powerlifting uh, in 2013, I started that. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think that's definitely a form of expression as well. Like when I, sh I struggle with that verbal expression, um, like lifting weights is, 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 you know, expressing yourself as well. And True. so I channeled it through that. Mm. Um, yeah. And you know, and cause I was good at it, obviously like, like stuck with it. So yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm you were always good. Uh, well, when, cause I, I'd been strength training on my own, oh, like yeah. when I started, when I first walked into a powerlifting gym, like I already had a 155 kilo bench, which was fairly, like, fairly good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like, yeah, like a 170 squat and like a 220 deadlift. Man. Yeah. 
Fucking hell. Yeah. I'll never have those. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I can, uh, I, can do, I can do some juggling, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all even. Yeah. Yeah, we've all got our own skills, so. Yeah. <laughs> she did, I love it. All right, well... We'll get we'll get back into the, the mental health stuff. I love talking about that. You know, you, you and I can talk about that shit until the cows come home. Yeah. But um, what's your give us a bit of a rundown about who uh, Alex is and what he's uh, currently up to at the moment? Um, like the self development sort of stuff. No, or just, just, just just anything, just anything. Man. Just anything. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of it is self development stuff. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm like really into my meditation at the moment. Mm. Um, one of my friends at the start of the year started running. Um, like free classes. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, on like mantra style, um, mantra based meditation. Nice. So I've just been going there pretty much every Thursday morning, every week, mm. um, to just yeah learn. Um, I'm 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 like because I've been to a few classes at like A Space and stuff since then. Oh yeah, and they're like real like beginner level stuff. Yeah, which is like any 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 of it is great, but like I'm I'm so glad that I jumped straight into like the twenty minute mm. ones because I feel like I'm on so much more of like a um, like spiritual sort of journey because of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I find yeah the the effects are so much more profound when I sit and do the twenty minute ones rather than like a guided two three five minute totally. One. Um, yeah, so I've yeah just been working on. Um, like I've got like a um, like a morning ritual that I do that's like really important to me mm. um, like with like meditation and stuff like that got my crystals and my incense and stuff like nice. that I've got like a diary started off as like a gratitude um, diary that I'll do at night but now I do it um, in the morning yeah and it's more just what it like writing from the heart now like mm. I'll just write three things like it could be like something that I'm grateful for or it could be just something I feel like I need to write and then I'll meditate on that afterwards. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that's... So it sets your intention sort of thing yeah. for the meditation. Okay, yeah. cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's that's just been, like, such a big thing for me lately. Mm. So it just, like, really just, like, sets up the rest of my day. Mm. Um, like, if you're training yourself to just stop, like, if you get out of bed and I, and I just stop. Like, mm. I'm not just, like, bang, okay, i got to make breakfast, got to have a shower, got to go to work, blah, mm. blah, um, Yeah, so that's been awesome. So Yeah, man. Um, and then, apart from that, just training really hard, like I was saying before to you earlier. Um, I'm, I've got, like, big, big goals next year for my powerlifting. Um, I did really well at the recent Nationals. Yeah, bloody earth. What were your numbers? Uh, I hit a 335-kilo squat. A two hundred and two and a half kilo bench and a three twenty deadlift. Fucking so, hell, man! That's pretty big. Yeah. Oh my god! Lots of chicken and broccoli, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got, got me the win. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's your diet like with, with something like that? Um, I imagine you'd be eating all the time, wouldn't you? It's actually interesting. So lately, I've I've been I've been trying this thing called the vertical diet. Oh yeah. Which is just like lots of steak and rice and everything. I think I just wanted to change because I do have a nutritionist. Um, but after the comp, I was like, oh, you know, it's a bit of like a thing everyone's jumping on. And I was like, I'll give it a go. Okay. But I found that like that, I was eating like 1.1 kilos of rice a day. And like my body just hates carbs. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I'm just, yeah. So I've switched back. Like I was feeling lethargic. I'd put like body fat on. Yeah. And um, I went back to my nutritionist and like after, it's literally been four days 
and I'm so much more mentally alert. With really? High fat, high protein, only carbs around training. Like my body's tightened up. Like like it's my body's like pretty like responsive to that sort of stuff. Mm. So I'll know straight away if something's working or not. So what's so so the vertical diet is that something like the ketogenic diet? No, definitely not. It's keto so, is just fat, is it? Yeah. So oh, shit, this guy Stan Efferding, um, it's just it's just like it, I don't really know that much about like diets and stuff, so yeah. I can't really tell you. But it's like do you know like FODMAP or something? Yeah, like I know FODMAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much that. Oh, okay. Yep. In terms of like um, like eliminating foods for like like gut health and digestion and blah blah blah. So it's it's basically heaps of steak and rice and like oranges. Oh really? No shit. And like, so you can have and like capsicum and there's uh, and like you could have like two carrots a day. It's oh, like yeah. this like really specific stuff. Right. Two um, carrots a day. That's interesting. Yeah. Like because because the the horizontal part is the micronutrients. Yeah. So you have like really specific amounts of of these foods to fill your micronutrient goals, and then the macronutrients is the um, vertical diet. Oh, okay. The vertical part. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, that wasn't working for me. Yep. So yeah, I'm back on like high fat, high protein. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I feel so much better on. Mm. It's amazing how quickly that stuff works. Mm. I, I literally just started doing the same thing about probably three, four days ago. Mm. I found out that, well, I didn't, I came to the conclusion that carbohydrates, because I, I can get easily inflamed. Like I had yeah. allergies as a kid, you know, mm. asthma yeah. from, I never had exercise induced asthma, which is mm. hilarious. Like, I, I, I just look, this could be a, a huge bro science thing to say, but exercise is good for you. So don't let asthma get in the way. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, had all these allergies. Um, allergic nuts, all this sort of stuff. And then yep. this year, um, bit of that exposure sort of stuff, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get rid of all of my crutches, stop taking all my medications, mm-hmm. all my asthma, all my, you know, nasal sprays and all that sort of stuff. Um, it threw me right into the deep end. So I was, you know, swelling up all the time, hives, breaking out. So there must, there's just something I was eating. I swear to God it was, you know. Mm. And recently I've just cut out the carbohydrates, you know, I had a, I had a big day yesterday. Um, wait, what's today? Tuesday, Sunday, had a big, um, big cake day. It wasn't, um, but, um, yeah, even just from slowly getting this process of just lots and lots of fat, sunflower seeds, chia seeds, um, you know, coconut milk, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. then just, just, um, just, uh, high protein as well. Mm-hmm. You feel amazing. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah, awesome. the mental alertness is like the biggest thing for me with that mm. kind of fat. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense to me because I'm assuming that we would have eaten a lot of carbohydrates when we were I don't know. A lot a lot of people sort of think about, you know, how were we as hunter gatherers and stuff. Yeah. But then how, but then how mentally alert were we? Like True. Yeah. Very much that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, true. Yeah. So So you mentioned before that you, you've been doing your meditation's been more centered around spirituality and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Could you just describe what that difference is? So, how, how would you look at it from a spiritual sense as opposed to just like a guided self development sort of thing? Yeah, so I guess I'm not really using meditation to like I'm not really feeling that anxious or anything throughout the day. Mm. Like, I'm not doing it to deal with like a stressful workload. Um, like I'm really lucky with the hours that I work and the job like I have like dream, my dream job basically mm. um, so I'm using it to sort of go further I guess mm. and I actually don't really know what that even means yeah yeah but there's a big like, sexual connotation then yeah yeah <laughs> <Very> spiritual practice <laughs> yeah I'm, I don't know I'm sort of just I don't know I'm just like like once or sometimes twice a day for 20 minutes I'm just I'm just grounding myself 
and um, I feel like I'm just peeling back layers mm. on myself when I do it, mm. and I'm just like uncovering who's actually under there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm not doing it to just yeah, as I was saying before, just to like deal with like a stressful sort of work. Like I'm trying to just like like get deeper with it, like explore my inner world. And, totally, I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And what like what are you finding? Um, I'm finding that well, because yeah, I guess all the stuff that's on top of all these condition responses that I was talking about before, like to do with like expression and stuff like that. I'm finding like I'm so much more confident mm. um, talking in front of like small groups and stuff like that at work because um, I'm a powerlifting coach mm. so and we've got like a beginners course uh, which has like small group classes and I'm just so much more confident and like just like so much more expressive mm. um, than I ever have been when mm. I'm talking um, which is awesome like it's like I'm just like so aware of that when I'm doing it as well yeah and I'm just like so grateful for that mm. that you know, I've like, cause it's been me that I, you know, I've done this sort of thing. That's it. Um, and like, I've done all the work and like, I'm really at a stage now where I'm like really happy with, with, with where I'm at, but like still want to keep going. You know? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, so it's awesome. It's yeah. so good. It's, uh, is it, uh, is it literally not the best feeling, you know, better than MDMA, yeah. <laughs> the best feeling when you, you've got a genuine situation that's freaking you out and you just go against it and then when it, when it's done like even you get to that I feel like you get to that point where you know you've beaten it yeah. you know so for me with public speaking again as well I'll be doing a presentation or I'll be doing a speech yeah. I'll feel it coming on there'll be like that 30 second to 2 minute interval where I'll be like oh fuck this is going to go two ways yeah. yeah but then you beat it and you're like man I really don't want them to stop me from being up here right now. Yeah. It's happiness. Because you just, yeah, you're just so proud of yourself. Yeah. It's so nice to just like feel like genuinely like proud of your efforts. 100%. Because yeah, a lot of people like don't, you know. Well, no, a lot of people don't even recognize, I believe, a lot of people don't even recognize that it's something that they'll be over, able to overcome. Mm. It's a thing of just, oh yeah, and by the way, I've got a fear of public speaking. Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah, and that's just me now. Yeah. That's just part of me. Exactly. But the thing is, the fear is very perpetual. It's very spiraling and it can overlap and integrate into other facets of life. Mm -hmm. And if there's a system or a circumstance or an experience that makes you very fearful, it's going to start to find other little things just like that, you know, that, 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 that is going to scare you as well. Yeah. You know, even for you, just as a growing up and, you know, being the butt of a joke. And then podcasting has a bit of a fear back mm. to it as well. Yeah. Like if you didn't face this fear or if you didn't do all the self-development work, it's going to start to build into other things. And, yeah. and then, then you're fucking left to just your own bedroom, you know, yeah. which yeah. is the worst extreme. Yeah. Which I'm sure we've both been there before. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. So what about the, um, so you, you, you run courses and things at powerlifting as well? Oh, uh, yeah. So a, be a beginner program, which is, I call it my gift. Yeah. Because that's my opportunity. Because I could easily just sort of get up there and just run through it and sort of, um, like I was talking to a friend about it, like, like how, so I've got my whiteboard and when I first started doing it, I was like, everyone's here and I'm like, oh, yep, so this and that. Yeah. Like, I'm, and I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, everyone gets started and then I'll correct one-on-one -on -one as we go. Yep. Um, but then I was like, okay, this is like an awesome opportunity to like really uh, practice my yeah skills here mm. um, or to like improve like on my uh, like 
not social skills, but like just coaching skills, mm. whatever. Um, so I really, I started doing things like introducing myself, asking other people's names, mm. um, just like practicing looking everyone in the eye like yeah. when I'm speaking and yeah. like, like spend like a good amount of time instructing, making sure everyone's, you know, I've got everyone's attention mm. um, and just really u- utilizing that time. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it's funny because probably the first, so the eight week programs and probably the first three, I'll shit myself. Yeah. And the last few is when I've really, really um, used it and mm. I'm just so much more confident now. Um, I've learned more about my own lifting mm. for sure um, because of like I'm teaching things at the basic, like at the base level. Yes. And then you realize, oh shit, I'm not even doing that. Yeah. Like, you think of like the effect that that's going to have in your own lifting if you affect something down here. 100%. You know? Rather than tweaking little, like, you know, little toe pressure in the squat or something. Yes. Like, you know? Um, little toe pressure, is that a thing? That's a thing. Really? Yeah, for what sure. Fuck, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a big thing for me, mate. <laughs> yeah, what? so, um, yeah, so that's been awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. the basics program has been, yeah, so good for me. Mm. Yeah. It's great as well. And, you know, a lot of the, 99% of people, probably now a little bit more because you've been done a podcast talking about it, but 99.9% of people would have no idea that you, this is a fearful thing or this is like a, a personal development thing for you. Know? They just see Alex up there, massive as fuck, and they just be like, oh, okay, he's just done this a million times, you know? Mm. But it's such a good little win for you. You yeah. just go home with a bit more of a you know, spring in your step. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like I'll, the things that I'll feel the best about is I'll walk away and I think, oh, I spoke so clearly then mm. like, because I, I would usually mumble mm. um, because I'm trying to you know, keep my voice down. Yeah. I don't want to be heard. Um, so yeah, those are like those little wins for me. Mm. Yeah. And what about the... So do you, well, I'll get it back onto that, but I just can't get this question out of my head. We started talking about it um, a couple months ago when we caught up. We started talking about crystals, right? Mm -hmm. Because I just still want to talk about the spirituality thing. What does that mean to you? Because we got got crystals right here. And for me, it's like a good little thing of of energy, nice energy in the house, and each sort of rock has its own representation and yep. um, different forms of energy but yeah do you, do you hold it in things when you meditate or? yeah I've I've done a few different things so I, I have like five that are like my favourites mm. and I have a few other ones like bigger ones that sort of just like sit around my room and like I know the meanings of them and everything like mm. I, I didn't just go just pick them yeah that's um, wrong <laughs> yeah yeah that'll do yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah the five I've got like five like tumblers that, that I really like and um I've actually got like uh, like a bunch of it's like a like oh, don't ask me about that because I actually can't remember yeah yeah <laughs> but they're written up on my whiteboard at home yeah um and they're like because I was like okay I need to like put more purpose into like having these crystals mm. so I looked up I researched all like the the meanings of them and mm. like what they're supposed to do and everything and then I picked a bunch of the ones like collectively from all five that I um, oh, nice. really wanted to work on yeah and I've got them on my board Mm. um just like things like reaching like a higher state of consciousness Mm. um uh like staying attuned to your purpose Mm. um yeah just stuff like that yeah and do you do you find that they really they really help oh I think it's just like having them there and and because I've got that purpose now and they're and they're written on my board Mm. um I've got them, it's like a reminder, mm. like they're sitting there and I'm like, okay, but like, this is, this is what I'm working on now. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I find they help him that way. Yeah. And they just, I don't know what it is. They just give a good feel. Like totally. when I walk into my room and I see my crystals there, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just like, yeah. I'm totally with you, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel, I actually don't know the, because some people are so, but again, like people are for against anything, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, that's a bit too woo-woo. What do you mean, man? Like, it's meditation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, you don't have to, like, get into mm. it like that. Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, using those, you know, little guided ones to, like, do, like, if you do have a, like, stressful workload, like, there's, like, you know, nothing wrong with doing it that way. Mm. But this is just what feels right for me. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, and even, you know, you can never underestimate the power of the placebo, you know, mm. and even just walking into a space that, so, the, you know, this is how I've started trying to make it a meditation room, but basically it's just a room with a couple of rocks in it. Yeah. <laughs> but even because those, those, those crystals are there with the two little Buddhas, um, I don't know if we can get that in the camera, but anyway, um, you walk into the space and it just feels, it reminds you of, you know, the purpose of the room. Yeah. Um, you know, you walk in, you're like, oh, cool. Like this is a quieter space. Very ironic. But uh, it just feels a bit more correct, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And um, I think it's just like one of those like conditioned response things as well. Like every time you step in here, like like that's how you feel, um, and then that's gonna um, like help you like with your with your meditation from there. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. Like I always burn the same incense just mm. when I meditate because as soon as I smell it, that sort of trains my brain to go, okay, like this is time to switch off now. Yeah. Yeah, it's time to let go. Yeah, exactly. So what what's that incense? Uh, it's called werewolf's blood. It's like extracted from you. Yeah, I got it. I got it from there's like a crystal place at the end of my street. You get pretty woo woo, mate. Yeah, and like, yeah, I was like to the lady, I was like, "What's your fa your favorite uh, incense?" And she sort of just like went a little bit like, oh, well, "Well, it's actually like." It's got a weird name. Yeah. But it's this one, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's fucking sick. So, <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Is it just like, is it the smell of it? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Makes you want to kind of kill a werewolf. Yeah. There's no such thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. So, what about your. Um, so, your public speaking. Would you call it a public speaking? Fear, or is it a fear of expression? Fear of expression. Expression. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Public speaking people... is just the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. So does it? So that's why it... this this was so hard for me because this isn't really public speaking. Like totally. I'm just talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's a fear of expression. Totally sure. Yeah. Does that does that um, get compounded upon how many people you're expressing to? Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 For sure. Very similar with me. I mean, I don't. I mean, I could. I don't really have a fear with the expression side of things, but it's definitely a thing. If once I start speaking to more than sort of 20, 30, 40 people, it's like, oh, okay, this is yeah. there's a fair few people here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the, the hardest thing as well with with fears is that you just got to do it. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to get better at it than just to do it. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. But it's also the most um, it's the most empowering thing. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. and you have any other ways that you're kind of like trying to build upon that thing you mentioned you did a podcast a week ago or something yeah a couple of weeks ago yeah mm. I did, yeah i did a podcast with a mate and um yeah so i did that yeah it's good there, so that was good i got that same sort of trigger a little bit earlier i'm um, sorry a little bit later in than today yeah um yeah but i was able to overcome it and mm. sort of sort of push through and, and use the use my tools to um 
Yeah, so what are the tools? Yeah, the tools? so what we were talking about before with yeah. the, um, the, like, like thanking my body for, um, for like warning me, mm. but you know, like it's fine. Like I don't need you right now. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That helps for me as well. Mm. And, um, it's tough when you're doing it like in the moment as well. Cause you're just like, I'm trying to talk and have a conversation here as well, but I'm also trying to have a conversation with me. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess I'm not like saying those exact things in my head, but I'm just you look like, crazy, it's, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, a, it's a, yeah, it's just like definitely like it's, it's a thought. So for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh man, it's awesome. Oh, I appreciate you for sharing that too. It's good. Really yeah, good. It's really you. empowering as well for, um, I mean, this is exactly what this podcast is all about. You know, mm-hmm. there are so many similarities with, you know, what you, um, oh, I don't, I don't want to say struggle with, but what your kind of like shortcomings are that you want to build upon mm-hmm. weaknesses, you know, yeah. as, as with me as well. Um, that's like, that's why when we had that, um, when you came on adventure fit, yeah. I was like so keen to have a chat with you, even just one-on-one, you know, cause I was just fucking, I was like, dude, this guy's like a hundred percent on my level with what I'm trying to do as well. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It's the best. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what, what I wanted to do with this show, and I still want to get into the powerlifting stuff as well, man, mm-hmm. but um, kind of, if you could just talk us through, because I guess some of the listeners, in fact, you know what, I'll probably run a little bit of that previous show, and then I'll talk about it in the intro as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, we did, we did, we tried to do a show together. Yep. Um, uh, a couple of months ago mm-hmm. um, on Adventure Fit. Yep. It was probably mostly due to the song. But of all jokes there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take us through your mind with what was going on um, with, with that podcast and um, in the lead up to it. And Yeah, well, I was actually in a really, really good mental state leading into that. Mm. Um, and, and it was like, okay, like when Bill asked me to come on it, I was like, yes, like next challenge, I'm going to take that on, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, I'm going to throw Bill over the fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I... Just going into it, like I just like had that building uh, like anxiety, especially because I knew it was gonna be filmed. Totally, I think like being filmed is like yeah. it's there, man. It, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I had that building anxiety, but I wasn't acknowledging it really. Mm. I was just like, no, nah, it's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. And then yeah, like then when I sort of went up like into like the lobby area and then saw or out into the balcony, sorry, and then like saw like the cameras yeah. and everything. <laughs> And then I'm just like, oh, fuck no. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and then, <laughs> like, and then, um, and, yeah, and then when you did your tribute thing, because it was, like, when the spotlight is on me, that's where I'm just, like, oh, and because, like, yeah. you're just, like, singing this song about me, and I'm just, like, oh, Shut I'm, the- fucking, I'm fucking dying. Yeah. I'm dying. I'm, like, don't talk to me first. Yeah. <laughs> And then you guys did a quick little like joke, like intro for Hamish, and then went straight to me and asked me to like introduce myself, and it just it was like, yeah. just like game over. Yeah. And I didn't have I didn't have the tools. Yeah. At that time to to overcome that. Yeah. So, but it was something that needed to happen for sure mm. because, um, like I wouldn't be here now if I didn't if that sort of didn't happen and, well, like that happened and then I afterwards I thought okay. I need to deal with this mm. and then, you know, like come up with some tools to, to deal with it. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have been able to go on, you know, my mate's podcast or come back on to this, to this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah. So it's, that's how I like to flip my perspective on that. I don't really judge myself for being like, oh, fuck you, idiot. Like you looked, you know, you fucked that up. Yeah. I was like, okay, that needed to happen. So like, what can I learn from this and mm. take, take it on to the, you know, forward mm. from there? 
it's that, that I think that is such a good takeaway for you know for for our listeners for for, for the Mind Mate podcast as well. It's like it's the hardest thing in the world at that time, or maybe just after that time as well. But it, just don't judge yourself, you know, because mm. we've all that that's happened to everyone a billion times, you know, yeah. and just that that's the perfect way to do it. Like flip the perspective and be like, okay, clearly defined weakness one hundred and one right now, you know. But yeah. hey, great opportunity for you to now maybe start a public speaking club, or you know, if it's not talking, if it's you know, um, tight spaces or something like I don't yeah. know, build a cubby house. I don't yeah. know, do yeah. something where it's just you know, because more often than not, those sorts of fears, at least speaking anecdotally, those sorts of fears are the things that you know you wish you didn't have because you really like to do them. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I love the idea of standing in front of a crowd and making everyone laugh, and you know, just having a really engaging experience with an audience. And yeah, I, I'm sure you'd be the same with with your expression and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like love talking about like like lifting and programming and just like anything to do with powerlifting. Yeah. So. Yeah, and obviously, you know, like I need to be able to like speak to totally. do that. So yeah, hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. So did we get? Did you get any of those feelings after it? So like, did you feel like a bit of a thing? Oh, were you able to flip the switch pretty well into positivity? Oh, uh, yeah. It like it, well, it definitely helps. Like just like turning everything off and having a chat with you guys afterwards. That was. Cool. I was a little bit down like afterwards. Yeah. Um. But then I, yeah, I flip it pretty quickly. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's power. That's probably yeah. something that I wish I could have done back then. That's been, that's been one of the biggest things with my, uh, with my, um, with my counselor as well. Oh yeah. Just just learning how to change your perspective mm. on things like constantly. Mm. You know, nothing, none of these things actually exist. Like whether the one thing or the other. Like you know, you could feel like I, I felt down about that. And then I flipped my perspective and suddenly I felt positive about that. Yeah. Like, which one was real? Totally. None of it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scary, that's a scary, scary road, man. Yeah. When you start thinking about the fact that, you know, there are all different forms of reality based on perspective. And Yeah. I've actually, so I had change your perspective written up on my whiteboard. I have a bunch of like different things that I think are helpful to mm. me, but I recently changed it to choose your perspective. Oh, yeah. That's good. Because like, you can. You totally can. Yeah. 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 Does that help in the training sense as well? Yeah. Like, does it help when you're, I don't know, I'm sure you would come to a training session feeling flat. Yeah. You know, are you able to switch that? Uh, well, it'll more help with, say, if I have, like, like a bad session, um, like, I, like, say, if I miss a lift or it, or, like, things were just um, feeling shit or whatever, mm. I'll be like, okay, what can I, let's flip it, what can I learn from this? Like, mm. you know? Like my, you know, my body's not, you know, functioning, you know, as a system properly. Like mm. what's, like, where can I identify the weakness? And then when I identify that, I'm like, oh, cool. That was awesome. Like now, oh, now I'm going to be able to move forward and be even stronger from that. Mm. Even though that one session was, was shit, I like take it as a opportunity to, to learn mm. and, and get better. Man, that, that would have to be a very, very good tool in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. How much has that train changed your, uh, athletic performance yeah well hugely yeah yeah especially like on um on comp day using this this sort of stuff mm. um yeah because it's because that's because that was the thing like i'd have like really good training uh preparations um but then i'd get to comp day and that fear of expression would come in not really on the platform but just socially like being True. in a room full of powerlifters and everything and i was so taken away by that yeah um 
so just like learning how to I guess so this is probably more like the meditation like bringing it back sort of thing rather yeah. than flipping your perspective um, but like uh, to me that all that stuff is, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all like tied in for me totally um, yeah just like learning how to bring it back and like be the observer and stuff yeah. like that so and I guess with in terms of like on comp day with flipping your perspective like I would always I'm always like judging like how people are like like looking at me or like you know just like the con like the uh or not looking at me but just like the conversations i'm having with people and then i would sort of flip it and think well actually they're probably feeling like it's pretty common for like powerlifters to feel like pretty like you know have that social awkwardness yeah um like a lot of us get into it for like the same sort of reason oh really? so I, i'm i'm reading like their like how closed off they are as like oh they don't want to talk to me as mm. but then I flip it and I'm like actually they're probably just like feeling just the same as me 100% we're all so insecure all the time yeah, yeah. we yeah, all just yeah, want to yeah. survive we all just want to fucking eat and survive yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> and we're just like freaking out about how we can get those those things you yeah. know that's funny man the first time I met you was at the powerlifting comp um, at uh, the Melbourne Exhibition Centre mm -hmm. and I remember thinking fuck this guy's big and I was like hey bro like how's it going we had like a friendly chat but I was like I remember having a thought of like Man, if I say the wrong thing, is he going to beat the fucking thing? <laughs> like, obviously not as yeah, in, like, yeah, he yeah. genuinely would. Yeah. But I remember, like, it's funny, you have that thing, you have on, on your side, it's kind of like, shit, you know, do I look closed off right now? Yada, yada, yada. And on my side, I'm like, this guy's a hell of a lot bigger than I am. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just classic insecurities. Yeah, it's hilarious. Sure. Yeah. I probably should work on my read a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, okay, so let's move on to the powerlifting stuff, man, because this is just equally fascinating for me, you know. Um, we spoke to um, Eddie... Ed Cohen. Ed Cohen, yes, yeah. yes. He's going to hate me for you. Greatest of all time. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. George W. <laughs> that's just... Roland Merck. Oh, God, that's yeah. just shocking. Yeah. Ed Cohen. We spoke to Ed Cohen um, on that day, actually, I think, the day that I met you. Uh -huh. And he spoke about the fact that, like, his greatest... I guess he, what he used that really changed his training up the most was he would spend a whole summer just um, focusing on like a specific accessory or he would just do accessory based training. If he had a weakness, he would do like a you know, heavy ads deadlift and he, he would look back on it, he'd speak to his coach and maybe it was his lower back that was the weaker part and then he would just pump the shit out of his lower back and then yeah. eventually he would just keep building. Um, what, what's something that you do? Because I, I imagine that you would reach a plateau of strength and then it would just be very, very hard to overcome that. What, what's your What's your take on that? Yeah, so it's all about being like technically proficient, mm -hmm. like at that level. That's the thing. Like, if you have good programming, uh, like well structured programming, like well thought out, the only thing standing in your way there is like is technique, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, like if you know if you're working hard and you're eating properly, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's how I'm identifying my weaknesses. So I think, yeah, Ed, I listened to that podcast. Yeah. And he was sort of saying that he sort of, and I've listened to a bunch of stuff from Ed Cohen as well. Mm. And he sort of targets his weaknesses through different exercises, whereas I will target my weaknesses and sort of try and just improve the movement. Yep. So I might, so say um, I've got like whatever sort of weakness, like in my squat, I will, I'll sort of like rather than doing like a front squat or some sort of variant to help with that, mm. I'll I'll just try and like improve the actual movement of my squat, like whether it's like okay. whether I'm going into like an anterior pelvic tilt, yeah. Like I'll try and improve my bracing. Like I'll just actually 
just try and squat better. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you have to you 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 have to like scale it back and yeah. work on those things and maybe like do a few like activation drills to sort of just like like improve like your um, proprioceptiveness to, of like, course. to that area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so run us through like a, a, a typical session and like how long was so you you you're not training today? You training today? Yeah, I'll train a bit later, yeah. A little bit okay. Yeah. So, including all of the, you know, proprioceptiveness, the warm-ups, the drills, and, and then, you know, the actual session itself, you know, what does that look like for you? Um, yeah, so first thing I do, um, yeah, so I start with, like, my, like, sort of mobility um, sort of stuff. I always start with, um, like, extension stuff for the spine. Okay. Because, like, nice. even, like, look at me now, like, yeah. I'm sort of, like... <laughs> like flexing forward totally. like I do all like a bunch of like cervical stuff mm. um, <clears throat> yeah like all through my thoracic lumbar just like taking everything into extension mm. um, and then I sort of build from there like do mostly just like like core and, and glute like activation stuff yep um, any other stuff like any other activation um, drills I might do like will be dependent on like if something's not feeling that great that mm. day and I'll be like okay if something's lacking here okay I'll do that mm. but the other stuff like the core and the glute stuff are like staples okay um, and then that'll take about 20 minutes and then I'll get into my session sessions usually take around two hours um, and it depends what on phase what phase of training I mean like usually it'll be like uh, either a squat day or a bench day or a deadlift day mm. but recently because I've just come out of um, a comp Mm. I'm doing fairly like non, uh, non-specific sort of training, um, so like I'll do my bench with like my feet up in the air and stuff oh, yeah. like that, um, and um, working on conditioning as well. So like manipulating like the rest times. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So like yesterday I did like pause squats, um, like bench press and like deficit conventional deadlifts. Yeah. And then did I get on the uh, huh? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. A couple times a week. Yeah, I've got to do like arms and shoulders and good. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> you look good, mate. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was my training day yesterday. And then mm. so I, I've my coach because I've got a coach, so he gives me like a percentage to work with mm-hmm. of my one rep max, mm-hmm. and then he'll give me a total amount of reps to hit, and then he'll say, okay, you got to hit. 24 reps at 70% in sets of three to six with uh, 90 seconds of rest in between. Okay. So that's like my conditioning um, sort of stuff at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And when does that come into play? Is that just after a competition? Because yeah, I'm assuming um, that you'd want to focus on strength in the lead up or something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, so the further out from competition you are, um, the more um, non-specific training you'll do. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, the powerlifting is like the squat, the bench press and the deadlift. Mm-hmm. Um, so non-specific training will just be like different variants of those lifts. Like yeah. I'll do like a, like a high bar squat and like a front squat and um, yeah, a conventional deadlift instead of sumo deadlift. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. And, and then it just sort of like all sort of like tapers in as, as, as we get closer to the comp, like the weights get heavier, the reps get lower. Mm. Uh, yeah. And so where do you stand? Like, you know, how competitive are you and what, what are your goals um, for, for the next couple of months? Um, I'm number ten in the world. Yeah, the yeah. I knew, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so just, just making everyone. Thanks sure. for bringing it up, though. Yeah. I, I don't mind saying that. For sure, for sure, dude. Express yeah. yourself. 
Yeah, so number two in Australia though. So yeah, we've got Pat Morrison who's number one, mm. who's just like a fucking gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my goal is to win the Arnold Classic mm. in March, which is like an extremely uh, competitive comp. Mm. Last couple of years doing the Arnold Classic, um, well, it's just the timing of the year. Like it's, so it's in March. Yeah. And leading up to that, like I've gone to like Strawberry Fields Festival, <laughs> Rainbow, Rainbow Surf. <laughs> like I Spirituality. Have, yeah, 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 yeah. Exploring my, my consciousness. Yeah. Um, yeah, for like five days straight. Bring your crystals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's not great for the body. True. Yeah. So now, but I, I've just been making that switch this year to like, so I, I didn't do that well at the Arms this year. And my coach sort of said to me, he's just like, look, if you actually want to be good, you got to stop fucking around. Like I, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to have this balance between like, I've got all these friends who like DJs and stuff and they're like into partying and like, it's so refreshing to go hang out with that. For sure. Because it's so different. Um, but like, I really want this now. You know? mm. Like I really, I really want to be the best. Mm. So. And you can see it in the way you talk, man. Yeah. It's good. So I'm just trying to make all those like little decisions, um, like, you know, that will like help, help like lead to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to Strawberry Fields. Oh no. Rainbow this year. Consciousness so, will be coming no, down. No, no, no. <laughs> You're going to have to meditate twice a day now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's so, that's, yeah, that's what I feel like I have to do to, to win this comp. And mm. it's going to be super competitive mm. as well. Um, people always drop out, but the people that are on the list or that I've heard are coming uh, at the moment. Like I think like the number two 90 kilo lifter in the world is coming. So yeah. So that's your weight category, isn't it? Uh, so for the Arnold Classic, they have slightly different um, categories. So it's yeah. under 80s, under 95s, which is mine. Yeah. And then 110, 125, and then super heavy. Yeah. But usually in powerlifting, there's like under 56, 60, 67 and a half, 75, and yeah, just goes yeah. on and on, on and on and on, like all the way up. Mm. Um, so they're trying to, because uh, the competition is so watered down, mm. so they're trying to like increase the level of competition by having less weight class. That makes sense, yeah. And so the Arnold Classic is a competitive competition yes. as well. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have thought that- It's it's the most competitive competition. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so do you have a world or a- um, Yeah, so the, the Federation I compete in usually, GPC, we do have a Worlds, but the competition is so good in Australia, there's just no, like no one, because it's not a professional sport, yeah. the best aren't going to Worlds. Like it's in Hungary this year. Yeah. It's probably just gonna be a bunch of Hungarians. <laughs> True. And like, you know, neighboring countries. You know? Hungry Hungarians, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, I, that's just not something I would even think of doing. Mm. And it'd be cool, because uh, I assume, I, I imagine that Arnie be there and yeah, yeah, Arnie's always there. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Beat it for him. Huh? That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Great, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. That was yeah, awesome, man. I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, so. dude, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was so good. We'll have to get you back on the show again, man. Um, as always, love it. We can sure. go into all different sorts of things, for sure. Is there anything you'd want to plug? Um, oh, just my, just my Instagram, I guess. Mm. Alex, Alex Deacon, D-E-K-E-N-P-L. Definitely. Um, oh, in my gym, PTC South Melbourne. Mm, so. For sure. You guys do a lot of good stuff down there. And, you know, if you got a lot of our listeners are in Melbourne as well. So if you guys are ever interested in, um, you know, getting into powerlifting as well, which is something that I'd love to get into, um, 
you know, you can head down there and you guys do one-on-ones and PTs and things. And yeah, we have heaps of different options, so. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, Dude, cool. thank you so much, man. Thanks, man. Awesome. Yeah. And that's a wrap. The Pale Blue Dot.